The blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam! Yeah! And today we got another top 10 for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going back to the 80s and 90s with our top 10 hair metal songs. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to try and keep this voice up the entire time. Actually, I cannot. That really hurt. <laughs> yeah. That was my 80s-esque hair metal type of rocking voice. Uh, as you can tell, I'm I'm into this episode. Yeah. Uh, I had so much fun prepping for this episode. Um, <laughs> I think for as much shit as hair metal got back in the 90s and mm-hmm. 80s, um, it's been one of the one of the really fun genres to go back and revisit because a lot of those songs are still getting used today um, yeah. you hear them all the time i'd say a lot of people recognize them from movies they probably get you know more use there than anything else yeah. nowadays most of them are ones that people are f- completely familiar familiar with and i'm excited to revisit them yeah uh admittedly hair metal is not like my biggest knowledge base um, when it comes to i love 80s music mm-hmm. but for me it's like it's all about that 80s pop music right. like that's that's what i adore and so i don't really know much of the hair metal or at least it doesn't come back as strong to me and so i've enjoyed doing the prep for this episode because i've been like oh yeah fuck there are a lot of good songs you know in in the hair metal genre where earlier i was just like eh, hair metal is meh but listening to it now i'm like okay you know what you got me. You yeah. fucking got me, hair metal. <laughs> yeah, um, and I I did uh, enjoy kind of deep diving into the genre a little bit to some of the ones that uh, uh, maybe I was not as familiar with as some of the other ones. Although I have to say, pretty much all but one of my uh, top ten were ones that I had already had in mind. And even after revisiting mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff, they pretty much still made it onto my list. Um, there was one sort of unexpected one where I was like, "Oh, I completely forgot about this song," um, okay. and and uh, and I was excited to to listen to that one. Uh, one thing I do need to mention about this list: what we decided to do is that we have excluded ballads on this mm-hmm. list, so no power ballads because we're going to save power ballads for its own list. Which is, and they deserve their own list because when I was looking through like a lot of the listens, a lot of the songs that I liked, it was like, man, there's a lot of ballads in here. And like, it's like, wow. They, I mean, they are a totally different style of song yeah. than like the, the, the metal or the rock. Cause they're, yeah. some of they're not a lot of hair metal slash glam metal slash glam rock or whatever is more rock to me than it is actually metal. Right. Um, you know, cause thrash metal was starting to come about around this time or kind of kind of diverted from this uh funny enough they didn't make my list i'd be shocked if they made your list but the band pantera started off as a glam metal slash kind of hair metal band Mm -hmm. and then they kind of you know with metallica coming out and whatnot you can kind of i mean metal people have like that big hair too but they went more hardcore real metal where this kind of went more poppy metal kind of quote unquote Um, and that's what we're going with right and i remember when we talked about grunge 
the beginnings mm-hmm. of Alice in Chains were as a kind yeah. of hair metal slash glam metal band. So true. And you saw a lot of that even with the, with like Mother Love Bone. Yeah. Their lead singer was very uh, he was a very glam esque kind of singer. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we decided to give power ballads their own list later on down the line. So this one's going to be all yeah. just kind of rocking songs, mm-hmm. um, which made for a, a fun uh, kind of playlist to listen to because it was kind of upbeat the whole time. Again, I didn't have too much of a history with hair metal. I do know, um, and I don't think that they listen to our podcast, uh, but I do know that our cousin, Molly, mm-hmm. is a huge hair metal fan. <laughs> Um, I believe she was a tried and true Motley Crue fan. Oh, uh, uh, okay. She, I think she's about probably five years older than me. Maybe mm-hmm. not quite five years, but probably close to five years older than me, which puts her about right at the age where she was starting to become a teenager when these uh, songs were yeah. coming out. So I think that just, you know, <laughs> they, that put her right in the sweet spot. Because I remember uh, uh, kind of seeing, like, the posters on her wall when we would visit up, up north. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the music she listened to, and I just was not into it at the time. And mm-hmm. now that I've gone back to it, I mean, I can appreciate it for what it is. It's still not my favorite yeah. genre, but I appreciate the hair metal for what it was, the genre that it was, and the kind of cultural impact that it, it made on yep. music. Absolutely. I mean, they had a, a pretty big, like, I don't know if it, I don't think it was Broadway, but it was definitely in Vegas, like that show Rock of Ages, uh-huh. which got turned into a movie with Tom Cruise. Like, you know, hair metal, I mean... I can tell you right now, at, at least one song from the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure soundtrack made my list because, <laughs> you know, that was definitely influenced by hair metal as well. And I fucking love that soundtrack. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if anybody just go back and listen to our episode on that. And it's got some amazing songs. All right. Um, I don't really have too much more to talk about it. I'm kind of ready to just kind of jump in. Uh the uh, the only one thing I want to add um, is that very similar to our grunge songs um, kind of rule that we put in place for ourselves. You, we're only allowing one song per artist. Yeah. On this list, so basically, you know, we're kind of you're picking your favorite song by that artist, and then you know, then ranking them by songs. I don't want to have all poison or all <laughs> white snake or all whatever on this list. You know, whatever it is. Right. So that we're trying to avoid that and just do like you know, all right, we, we want some variety. So every band, you only get one song for them per uh, per person. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and count them down. Adam, why don't you tell us what your number 10 Will. hair metal song is? I'm glad you started with me because my number 10 is the perfect song <laughs> to start our list. It does not get better to start a top 10 list than with Europe's song, The Final Countdown. that make your list it did not make my list it, but boy i mean holy crap we're doing a top 10 <laughs> list and i just happened to land the final countdown is number 10 yeah 
that is perfection right there. <laughs> um, I'm going to drop the mic. I don't even think I need to talk anymore because, I mean, one, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's a fun song. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's the least, I think, maybe the least mel- metally, you know, in, of the ones that I've got on my mi- my list. Because mm-hmm. um, I like some, like, the good hard rocking songs. And this one is just kind of fun. It's almost more 80s pop the final countdown you know very electronic um you know with that synth kind of making that sound and i think that's why i liked it but europe wholeheartedly you look at some of the music videos their hair they are a hair (laughs) band they are a glam band so yeah uh, it's just a fun song i remember seeing was a couple years ago there was a uh commercial that had like a something in a microwave and oh, I got yeah. to like to like 10 seconds and then like this song came on or I think, I think that's what it was and Europe was playing this song. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it's perfect. It's good stuff. It is. It's a very appropriate song. Um, yep. and, and honestly, I kind of forgot about that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it would have made my list either way, but, uh, it is, it is a damn catchy one for sure. It is. It's catchy. I mean, it's, I don't think of it when I think of like hard rock or metal and stuff, but like, I went through, man, I did, I did some research on this one. You know, I look through other people's lists and be like, okay, I'll pull that one out. I'll pull that one out. Usually again, I start with my own stuff just off the top of my head, what right. I, what I remember. And then I go through other lists to be like, oh, what did I forget? And then this one, I went through Wikipedia's list of hair metal slash glam bands. And I went through every single looking, looking at every single one being like, okay, do I remember any song from you, any song from you? And then I would like sort do a little bit of research on any of them that I did remember. And I saw Europe on there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh hell yes! <laughs> All right, so my number ten is probably maybe my most inappropriate song. Hmm. And I only say inappropriate because the more I listen to it, the the more you're like, man, people in the '80s were dirty. <laughs> and uh, that's because uh, my number ten is the song "17" by Winger. Not not on my list. Okay, but I yeah. Oh, I I came across that one as well, John. <laughs> but I'll let you I'll let you talk about it. Uh, it's just it's but it's it is you know for a for a hair metal song it is kind of very catchy. But you know the older I get, the more you listen to that uh, that chorus. She's only seventeen. Mm-hmm. You're like, does that mean you're going to not date her? And you're, oh yeah. no, that means yeah, that's gonna... what that that's what you want. All right, well uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we could go into the entire discussion of, uh, what is it? It's not statute of limitations. It's the, uh, statutory, not statutory, but it's, it's tied in with that. What is the, uh, something age age of consent. Oh, okay. We can go into the age of consent for every state. And if, uh, and to discuss (laughs) if 17 is uh, viable, um, but either not, 
we should just avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> and it is let's just not talk about that and just be like, yeah, that isn't it's, I mean, it's a good song. I agree with you. Yeah. It's a fun it's a fun song, uh, whether the message is inappropriate or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was my number ten. All right. Uh that's good stuff. Um my number ten, I think a you lot of said people had Oh, fine. My number nine. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my number nine is a song that I think a lot of people might have higher on their list. So I, I'm i going to just go ahead and, and bring it out there just in case you have it higher. Um, mine is a, a little animal band called Rat, and the song is Round and Round. I have that higher on my list. Okay. All right. So uh, my number nine uh, is by another W band by the name of Warrant. And their mm. tasty song, Cherry Pie. Swinging in the living room, swinging in the kitchen. Boss folks don't, cause it's too busy bitching. Swinging in there, cause you want me to be it. So I mixed up the batteries. Cherry Pie. That is definitely their biggest hit. It's a good song. Nice. Did not make my list. Okay. This is this is one I definitely discovered later in life and, and it, it is kind of fun. It's uh you know, it's not the greatest song in the world. It is just kind of fun to listen to. It is. It, I agree with you, and that's why it didn't end up making my list. Actually, it wasn't even the warrant song that I chose. Ah. Um because uh I, I went with one and I guess I'll maybe I'll save it for our honorable mentions, but because you're right, it, it's it's a fun song. It's it's fun to sing in a group. You know yeah. what? It's it's like a gig, a good bar group song. It's not a song that I like. I would want to go through and dissect it and be like, oh wow, this is really an interesting, uh, intricate, you know, uh, melody they have here. It's like no, it's about it's about right. pussy. I kind of <laughs> I kind of I'm gonna. It's gonna sound weird. I'm gonna equate it to the uh, um, uh, to the song "Play That Funky Music, White Boy." Where you you hmm. just get you you know if you play that either song you're gonna get the entire place either screaming she's my cherry pie or you know play that funky music yeah. and you're really yeah. you're just singing you're just singing the chorus and everyone's just gonna <laughs> kind of join in for what it is yeah you're right that is the only thing that people care about right <laughs> with that song so uh, all right number eight yeah my number eight then okay uh, my number eight is a song that I didn't. Didn't come up with on my own, but when I re-listened to it, I was like, oh man, you know what? I do like that one. I I, I honestly probably don't associate it too hard with hair metal because it's a female lead singer, which is maybe sexist of me, but when I think mm-hmm. hair metal, I usually think of the guys with the big crazy hair, but plenty of women. Right. Uh, and there were some good rockin' women, and she is the biggest of the rockin' women, in my opinion. I ha- My number eight is Lita Ford with Kiss Me Deadly. I have that higher on my list. Okay. All right. You're number eight, then. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just you're gonna you're gonna have all my stuff high. It's not even gonna be a fun discussion <laughs> right in the end. It's just gonna be up there for you. Uh, all right, but it's all um, good. You might have this one higher on your list. Um, okay, it's, it's kind of a staple of hair metal songs. It wasn't originally the song I had picked, and then we decided to not do uh, ballads, and so mm. then this became my kind of default one. 
and that's the song Rock You Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions. It's a, a good song. Did not make my list. Okay, that's uh, that was one that uh, initially I had something else, sort of there, and that one kind of creeped up a little bit, a little bit enough to where it started. It creeped into the top ten because I started comparing mm-hmm. it with uh, like Cherry Pie and Seventeen. I'm like, you know, it is kind of a little bit of a better song than either of those. So yeah. they just kind of they kind of it kind of creeped up there for a while. But man, it's it's fun, you know. Then it, it, and, and that's what a lot of these are. Is it's, it's you know the hair metal just screamed party and good time it, yeah that song is definitely and that's it's kind of similar to me with cherry pie um yes i would probably agree that it's better than cherry pie but it is very similar just like very kind of basic and that's why i had it, it just kind of ended up slipping uh-huh. on my list it's good i still enjoy it because i mean I, I i definitely enjoy that song and i enjoy the 80s-ness of it yeah so, so. all right number seven sir all right, number seven. Um, this is a pretty big hair metal band, and there's a good chance that you might have this song or another one of their songs on your list, so I'm not sure. Um, they were one of the biggest, um, but not everybody in the band had all their limbs, I will say. Uh, <laughs> talking about the one-armed drummer of Def Leppard, um, my number seven is Def Leppard's Foolin'. song is not on my list okay <laughs> all right fair enough i i might have a guess later but uh-huh. yeah, i'll let you figure you just mention it anyway i i had to listen to a couple of the songs to really pick out which one i liked better mm. and in my opinion i just i loved fooling the ooh fooling i mean there's just there's some lines in it that i really really liked um it's it's a fun song it is a it's just a good hair metal song in my opinion mm-hmm. um yeah uh, ultimately, some of like the lyrics and some of like the catchiness of Foolin' ended up giving it the edge for me, and that's why I've got it as my number seven. Okay, and that's I think that's that's uh, what uh, helps with our our top tens. We kind of even though we in a lot of cases we will have similar tastes that be slightly different because I'm mm-hmm. not particularly a huge fan of that song. Um, to okay. me, to me, it probably just, it doesn't do as much for me as as 
something you know another one of their songs but it's it's actually i like that it does for you because then it adds a little variety in there yeah fair enough for my number seven at this point now i think it might be kind of hard to judge the list so i i won't be shocked if this band at all didn't make your list um, and if it did, it might have been a different song. This uh, this band was, as I mentioned, a favorite of our cousins, Motley Crue. And I went with my favorite of their songs, which is all about a club in L.A. called Girls, Girls, Girls. Did not make my list. Okay. You know, I mean, shit, the 80s were all about, for the band, for the guys in the bands, it was every, you know, hair metal was all about sex. Sex, mm-hmm. literally oh, yeah. sex, drug and, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> um, and in this case for Motley Crue, it was all about a strip club. Um, yeah, which, which I've driven by it multiple times. Yes, I remember one of the yeah. first times <laughs> I went to L.A., I took a tour, you know, one of those mm-hmm. city bus tours. And they made sure to point that out. Like, uh, any Motley Crue fans here? And hardly anyone raised yeah. their hands. Like, well, that's the that's where Girls, Girls, Girls is, and that's where the girls, yeah. one. I can't remember if it was on Sunset or Melrose or something like that. But, yeah, yeah it's a, just very basic neon sign. Girls, girls, girls. Yeah, <laughs> it's catchy. Um, I, yeah, I, that actually wasn't even my favorite uh, Motley Crue song. It did, that one didn't end up making my list, yeah. like, even, even in the slightest. <laughs> That I figured. Again, you you seem to really like the fun, like the very <laughs> basic, like like the anthem ones. Like those are those are good anthem, like you know, hair metal anthem songs. Yeah, and I think that's probably what the genre is really all about, and that's why probably my list is very different from a lot of people's, and even from the ones that I saw, because you know, all the ones that they had as like their top ones, I was like, that's not even my favorite from them. <laughs> but all right, uh, moving right along to number six. Um, my number six is a badass sounding name of a band. I really like the name of this band. This is probably the only song of theirs that I really like, but I like it pretty damn good. Um, it's it's not super hard that some of these other ones that I've got that are like pretty good rockin' songs. Uh, this one's, but I wouldn't call it a ballad either. And so that's why I put it on my list. Uh, my number six is Skid Row's 18 in Life. Did not make my list. Okay, for me, this song—it's all about like the chorus. Like, you know, there's just—it's just—it—it's a 
good song because I like that it tells a whole little story. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting a whole story about this guy's life and, you know, he kind of like, you know, fucking up and whatnot and him getting, you know, in jail and, um, you know, it's 18 and life is calling, 18 and life to go. It's just that that chorus, for some reason, elevates the song <laughs> to me. I really like it. Um, it's a, you know, solid ass band. Uh, but that song for something about it, I just, I really, really appreciated. That's fair. I, for some reason that song has never spoken to me. Mm. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I need to go back. You're too to old it. now, John. I guess. You don't understand. You don't remember how it is to be 18 and you know, your whole life in front of you. And then, <clears throat> and then you get caught, you know, you know, doing something bad and killing somebody or whatever. And now you're in jail and you know that you've never, you've never had to give, live through those struggles like me, me and Skid Row. We get it. <laughs> Motherfucker, you never done any of that shit either. Oh no, <laughs> was, was was it Sebastian Bach? Was he the guy the guy in uh, Skid Row? Uh, ooh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I can't. I think that's him, but I can't remember. Because I think I remember. I remember seeing Sebastian Bach on like he was on all of those like I love the '80s yeah. uh, from like the VH1 and like that and like the I love the '90s. He was just in all that stuff. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's what he was from that one. <laughs> All right. So uh, my number six was the one that you already mentioned, mm. um, and that was Lita Ford's Kiss Me Deadly. I went to a party last Saturday night. I told you that story. The old guy. It ain't no big thing. But I know what I like. I know what I'm dancing with you. I had completely forgotten about this song until I uh, did. That. I mean, I recognized as soon as I heard. It, I was like, yeah, "Oh yeah, yeah, course. this song." And the more I listened to it, the farther and farther higher, higher it up, I, I kept pushing it because it really is a good song. Um, she's mm. got a great voice. Um, it's I, I didn't look to see if she wrote it. It it looks it sounds like it was a song written by a guy, but in her, in her hands and in her voice, it gives it a different twinge to it, and I think a little bit yeah. more of an edge to it. Yeah, I mean, she's talking about getting laid and or didn't get laid and stuff like that, and it just exactly it comes off a little bit harder because she's singing it. Yeah, um, it'll different little issue, and I I had the exact same experience that you did with this one, where it didn't come to my mind at first. But then I, when I kind of saw it on a list or something, and I and I listened to it, it was kind of down for a while, and then it just, I was like, oh man, no, this is, this is passing up a lot of stuff that I, you know, initially thought of uh, when I think of like '80s hair metal songs or '90s or whatever. Um, that that's she just she's got a good voice and she sings it well, and it's just a damn good song. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, number five. Um, I kind of teased this one a little bit earlier. Uh, when I talked about a song that was on the Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure soundtrack. Um, Now, there were actually two of them from that soundtrack that I really wanted. One of the songs kept creeping up my list. The other song kept creeping down my list, and it ended up falling off. But this one, boy, I really like it. And particularly, every time I hear it, I get flashbacks of 
when uh, Napoleon is in the Waterloo scene and he's just kind of enjoying his time. And I'm going to kind of talk about because I I think you laughed enough to for me kind of to kind of tell that I don't think you have this one on your list <laughs> uh, earlier. But Napoleon's just going through the water, you know, the water slides, and he's just having a hell of a time. And the song playing behind him is "The Boys and the Girls Are Doing It" by Vital Signs. It is so fun. It's just, it just, it rocks hard. It rocks well. And it's just, it's fast. It's, it's just enjoyable. Um, it's actually not an original song. It's a cover by a guy, Frankie something. I can't remember what his name was. Um, but, uh, and I don't really even know much about the band Vital Signs, but like the sound that they do to this version fits in with hair metal to me. So I'm imagining that they are that style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it, it works with hair metal, and so in my opinion, I threw it on there. It's on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure soundtrack, so it's you know close enough that that ties into glam rock and hair metal to me. So, uh, and the song is just freaking awesome. So, boys and the girls are doing it. We all know the boys and the girls are doing it. It's fun, yeah. fun shit. Yeah, it's a fun song. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's just because I associated with the movie too much. I didn't necessarily mm. put it on the list. Fair enough. Also, I didn't think about it. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, never well, it didn't make any other lists, right? And honestly, I don't know if Vital Signs is even a hair metal band. I don't even care, right? Um, because the song fits the style to yeah. me, okay. And so it's my fucking list. I'm doing it. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right, uh, my number five is also one that you've already mentioned, and that was uh, Rats Round and Round. Out on the streets, that's where. This is a song. I this is one of I think one of the quintessential hair metal songs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I saw it on when I also looked on a bunch of the lists, and I saw this song pop up several times on on people's lists. Oh yeah, and it's uh, it it is a, a a fun song, one I really really do enjoy. Um, oddly enough, it was a song one time I actually did an arrangement of this song for Steel huh. Drum Band. <laughs> and how did it how did it transfer to Steel Drum? Uh, it sounded fine to me. It is fun. I, I have fond memories. This was, um, a 45 record that our mother had. And, and I have fond memories of listening to a lot of our, of those records, those singles. And this was one of them. And I kind of, 
uh, and I always appreciated that. Um, it is, it's. I think they were a one-hit wonder because I don't remember any other song that Rat had. I think so. Uh, and so they kind of they they pop up on a lot of like those kind of lists as well. And Rat is honestly. Rat's a great name for <laughs> yeah. a, a rock band. Yeah, it is. Rat with two T's. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, I didn't realize uh, we had it on 45. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't remember that. I was just, I probably because I was too into uh, some of the more poppy stuff back then. Gotcha. I never went through any of her, too much of her rock stuff, I guess. Number four. Here, we are getting into... Some of the big stuff right here. Yeah, I feel. I I, I feel if we're gonna have a lot. If we're gonna have any of the same, we might have them here. <laughs> yeah, more well, we've same. already gone through. We've got, exactly we've gone through two of the sames, um, but we haven't mentioned none of these. Like I'm thinking, these are all big fucking bands, in my opinion. Right. That they, these are in my top four. So we might we might have. Maybe they're all gonna be the same. Maybe they're all gonna be different songs. I'm guessing we're gonna have similar bands and possibly different songs. Yeah. And this one, I think, is a high possibility because their other song, I think, is a huge anthem for hair metal that I think a lot of people really love. And and knowing how your rest of your list is gone, I bet is on your ver- is on your list and not on mine um, because I went with Bon Jovi's song "Runaway" as my number four. On the street where you live, girls talk about the social lives. don't have that song on my list okay then I, I i am not surprised that you've got the other one and i had to listen to the two of those songs and really kind of decide and ultimately as fun and anthemy as that other one is runaway is a great song man <laughs> boy runaway is fun it's fast yeah it's just every time i was listening to it i was just i was really really enjoying myself i think it's got good lyrics to it i think it's got a great pace to it uh, and so I'm just very, very happy with Runaway as as my number four. Okay, that's fair. That is a good song. I do enjoy mm-hmm. it. I, I mean, actually, going back and revisiting a lot of Bon Jovi's uh, stuff, he got some. He's got some really, you know, well, fun stuff. Yeah, and and the way the way this song starts with like the the electronic, you know, the keyboard, the dun 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 dun, dun or what, how, however it starts right. is just it gets you into that damn song right away. <laughs> Uh, all right, so my number four is a band you've already mentioned, but it's a different mm. song, and I, I love the classics. Uh, my number yeah. four is Def Leppard's Leopard uh, is Def Leppard's "Pour Some Sugar on Me." Television, baby, cool, 
okay, I didn't think you were going to go with that one. I mean, good good choice. I mean, again, wow, your style is so <laughs> – you definitely like those styles. I don't, I like, don't consider that like one the, a ballad, so. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, when I think of Pour Some Sugar on Me, I think of Cherry Pie. I right. think of all of those – like, those kind of, like – they're basic songs. Like, they're uh, they're basic bitch songs. How about that? <laughs> like, like, not in a bad way because they're fun songs to be it, but it's just right. like, you know – you know, it's just like, oh my God, yes, everybody loves this song. <laughs> Pour some sugar on me, uh, <laughs> and it's fun. Like you, you love the are you te- fun. Are you fun telling songs. me? I, are you telling me I need to have a pumpkin spice latte with me right now? Yes. It put put. Uh, do I see some UGG boots on you right now? It looks <laughs> and a scarf. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, and a scarf. But, and yoga pants. I mean, Nobody wants to see gr- me in yoga pants. No. I don't want to see me in yoga pants. They're great choices. I, I mean, and I can't fault you for choosing them because they are fan favorites, and they're fan favorites for a reason. Right. Um, I honestly thought you were gonna go with the other one that I had above "Pour Some Sugar on Me," which ended up, you know, I pick, I picked "Foolin'" above it was uh, "Photograph," which is a really great song okay. by Def Leppard as well. That's a good but, song. No, lo- good choice. Good choice with "Pour Some Sugar on Me." <laughs> okay. Top three, and I'd be shocked. Uh. Well, I don't know. I guess one of these bands you probably you won't have in your top ten. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. My number three is a huge band. I don't know if they were the hugest um, of the hair metal group, but they they might have been. Um, they definitely changed lead singers a few times, very famously. Uh, and my favorite song by them. Um, it's kind of naughty, and I think maybe you might like it because you've got some innuendo songs on your list. Uh, my number three is Van Halen's Hot for Teacher. That's a it's a very appropriate song. Uh, mm-hmm. Given I'm a teacher, my number three is also Van Halen's All "Hot right. for Teacher." <laughs> Perfect. Um, boy, man, that song starts off with those drums. Yeah, when those are going and it's fast. Talk about fast pacing rock songs. "Hot for Teacher" is freaking awesome. Yeah. Oh, it, it kicks you in and out of the gate, and you know, as someone who grew up as a drummer, you know, if if you know, being able to play, you know. Uh, Van Halen's Hot for Teacher on drums. That's like one of those things. Like you know, if you can, if you can, sh- you know, it's almost like a party trick. Like yeah. you, you can, if you can show <laughs> off, like you're you're a real drummer if you can play the the beginning of, uh, you know, which actually inherently isn't actually all that difficult. It sounds harder than it actually is, which oh, is yeah. which I think is is a mark of a, of a really great you know a, of how much of a mm. genius, um, Alex Van Halen the drummer is, you know, mm. creating this thing which sounds harder than it really is. In you okay. know in in practice, but man, is he he gets it going. You know, just that nice little drive, and then when he kicks it in with the bell, the ting 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 ting, you know, it yeah. really starts driving. And then Eddie comes in, just 
Oh man, <laughs> just screaming yeah. up the guitar, and then finally, when the groove finally comes in, the tempo is still you know still going real fast. It it's is. just, and it's cool. Even when it stops, you know, even when you when you get that little break and it stops, and you just get the guitar kind of do 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 by itself, mm-hmm. and you know, Dave fucking around on top of it and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> yes. like, which. You know, it's it fucking Diamond Dave. What you gonna do? You gotta you you, yeah. you can't cage him. You just gotta let him run free, Ew. dude. And and he had to. And that I want to call out that music video for Hopper Teacher. Yeah. Them like in their little in their suits, like just being silly, yeah. like doing shit. Exactly. Let let Dave uh, do whatever the hell he wants. It, it, it's just it's perfection yeah. right there. Um, and yeah, I, you called out all the different instrumentation that makes it work really well. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people put Jump on their list just because Jump is a great song. But listening to them, man, Hot yeah. for Teacher rocks. Oh, it rocks it does. hard, it rocks fast, and it's so much fun. And it is, it's, uh, to me, it's, um, to me, it's just a better song, you know. I, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. To to use something you've been calling out on me, it's kind of the basic bitch song of, yeah. of Van Halen. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, oh, I love Jump. Uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Jump is is a basic bitch song, I think for sure. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Hot for Teacher has like that that speed. Yeah. That rock. Oh, it's it's a it's a great I, it's a great driving song. I love it when that song comes yeah. out. And I'm in the car. Um, I have to make make sure I'm not pushing the you know, put pushing the pedal yeah. too much because <laughs> yep, I just want to. I just want to go when that song comes yep. on. All right, good. Okay. We finally. I think we finally had one where it was exactly the same. Number two. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, and yeah, my number two is a maybe again. I'm not sure if the last one was the biggest ban of the uh, hair metal area, or this one was, this band might have been. They had some fantastic hits, and I wasn't sure which one I wanted to pick at the top, but ultimately, I cannot go against just the passion and how awesome Sweet Child of Mine is. Uh, my My number two is Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine. that one higher oh, oh no i ruined your <laughs> list john that's all right that's all right it's a great uh, song you, though well, so how about yeah. let's do this I, I mean it's my number one so let's just go ahead and talk about it okay all right I if mean, you want to yeah well, then go- you 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 take the lead okay I, well i mean um i think there i think there's a lot of people who might have put um uh, welcome to the jungle yeah I actually, I really can't stand that song all that much. And maybe oh. it's just oversaturation. I'm just kind of sick of hearing it. Mm. Some of my more favorite ones are actually some of their slower ones, so they were automatically not going to be on this list. However, like if I had to pick one Guns N' Roses song to listen to for the rest of my life, it would have been Sweet Child of Mine. I mean, that yeah. that, that very simple but lovingly melodic guitar intro mm-hmm. to the song 
and just kind of the nice build. Um, and as somebody, you know, uh, I, drums and bass were the two things that I played a lot uh, growing up. Uh, drums because that's what was my first passion, and then bass because I found out really early on that nobody likes playing bass. So if you want to have a job. <laughs> yeah. Play bass because everybody <laughs> needs a bass player. Everybody needs a bass player. Nobody wants to be the bass player. So that's that was funny. actually that's I probably made more money playing bass in college than I ever did playing drums, hmm. which was which was my major. So, but mm-hmm. it, it's it, that's the other thing is it it showcases the bass guitar. The bass guitar mm-hmm. essentially gets its own little solo at the beginning there. That's all bass guitar, hmm. right there in okay. the beginning. So you know you've got uh, you've got Slash doing this this cool little sort of um, ostinato riff going on. Yeah, I heard I heard that that that, that was actually that riff kind of was like a, a finger stretch that he used to do or something like that, and then it turned into yeah, it was an exercise that he did, and they turned it into a song. You know, and then they uh, th- just the whole composition of the song. Um, Axel sounds great on that song. His voice, I think, mm-hmm. really, really works with it. It's just God. It's and it's another one of those anthems where as soon as you hear the first two notes, Buddha, everyone's like, "Oh yeah. my God!" Yeah, <laughs> it is definitely that's all, that's all you need to hear. Um, I I was I was looking at some clips of something. I can't even remember how I got to this. So it was a clip of Zach Brown Band. And it was just him. It was just the, it was the two main guitar players, just you know, like fucking rack. They basically were having like a little duel. They were playing solos back and forth, and then all of a sudden, one of them started playing "Sweet Child of Mine." The fucking crowd just went crazy. Yeah, so. it, it is one of those that exactly does. If if you are whatever genre, you could be honestly, you could be like hardcore rap, you know. And if you just if someone starts busting out "Sweet Child of Mine," the entire crowd like that is a song that transcends. Race, religion, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely everybody adores Sweet Child of Mine, and I think for, for good reason. I agree. Now I've got to talk about my number two. Yeah, which, I mean, I I can I can guess if anybody, <laughs> you know, paid attention, they should be able to pick yours out, which is a great, great anthem song. Yeah. Uh, so my uh, number two is Bon Jovi's Wanted. Oh, what? I'm kidding. It's living on a prayer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You got me. You got me. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, who the, who the fuck doesn't love this song? <laughs> yeah. And this, and this is another one that I think completely transcends genres. Everybody knows it. Everyone sings along mm-hmm. with it, you know. Yeah. It gets played in all kinds of movies and stuff, and it's, ah, God damn it, it's just, it's just one that just, every, you know, it's a great karaoke song, because you can get everyone, uh, everyone in the bar singing, so you don't have to. <laughs> You don't have to feel like a schmuck up there by yourself because everyone's going to join in, even if it's just you. Fair enough. It's a, a great choice, and I kind of really struggled to decide that I wanted Runaway over um, Living on a Prayer because Living on a Prayer, as you put it, everybody fucking loves it, and it's so much fun. It is a great group like bonding song, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that, um, I don't know, uh, Journey's, um, you know, uh don't stop believing. Right, exactly. It's in that it's in that exact same genre where it's just like you just you get your drunk buddies and you hold them together and you just start belting this shit out and it's just so much fun. Yeah. So I 
can't think of what your number one is, which makes me worry that it's a song that I forgot. Uh, uh, unless you considered it a ballad, which I would be, it doesn't seem like a ballad to me because they have a very famous ballad. I mean, do you want to take any guesses? N- uh, no. Okay. My number one, an amazing song. And I think a lot of people might have it lower on their list. You, I mean, Or maybe you just, it's not in your top 10 um, because this band is a pretty damn big uh, hair metal band. And this song is so fucking good. Like, I just, it makes me rock. It makes me rock. And um, I went with White Snakes, Here I Go Again. Yeah, it just didn't make my list. I think I just hold that song in a higher regard than a lot of people, and that's why this is a favorites list for me. It's yeah. not, you know, I would definitely throw Sweet Child of Mine and Living on a Prayer or whatnot as, like, bigger, more important songs for the genre. But for me, I freaking love Here I Go Again. Okay, no, that is a, that is another great song. Um, and, okay. and has been in the media lately because the because Geico has been using it uh, yeah, as, a, true. as a, some sort of, you know, some sort of anthem for their... For their commercials um it is a good song it it just like yeah it was probably like 11 12 13 somewhere around there okay um i didn't quant okay. i didn't quantify my 11 12 13 once it kind of made it off 10 i didn't bother like reordering those so yeah yeah uh it's uh, fair enough but no it is, it is a classic one it is it's fun man it's rocking i mean the music video you get the tawny katane you know kind of on top of a corvette i think is that is that kind of classic uh music video and it's just I don't know. That's it's a song that that gets me going. And it, it, if there is like a road trip mix mm-hmm. that I ever make, here I go again is on that road trip mix. Yeah. Like it's a perfect car song for yeah. me. No, and, and I'm with you. It's I don't consider that a ballad mm. at all either. So okay, cool. Oh, just yeah, wasn't wasn't sure because it starts off kind of slow, um, but but then it gets into some rocking. So uh, awesome. I'd love to kind of throw out because there were some other like fairly big. Um, at least bands that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if other people really think of them and like them in hair metal. So I want to throw out kind of our honorable mentions a yeah. little bit at the end here. Yeah. Um, so uh, I had one Motley Crue song that was my number 11, and it almost made it. Uh, you, I can't remember which one you went with. I went with Girls, Girls, Girls. Girls, Girls, yes. For me, Kickstart My Heart was uh, is the song that I almost had. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some, but, but listening to that one, I had it higher, and it kind of kept dropping. Um, and then... I did, you did Warren's Cherry Pie, which is like their anthem you know, fun one. I really like their song, um, Uncle Tom's Cabin. That's one that almost made my list, but it's not as popular, yeah. but it's a pretty damn good one. Uh, and then like some other ones, like maybe, maybe the more interestingly dressed band that neither of us, <laughs> neither of them made our list, neither of their big songs uh, was Twisted Sister. Yeah. 
I've never, I've never really been a fan of those. I thought they were going to make it. Like I thought, you know, well, we're not going to take it is, is an okay song. It's anthemy, but it's just not that good. Um, I actually liked their other one, which is I want to rock. I like that one better. I do like, I want to rock better, Yeah, but like that one, that one was almost never going to be in my top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one that I thought was going to get in there, um, was the band quiet riot. Uh, yeah. they have two songs come on, feel the noise, which honestly, in my opinion, is very similar to Twisted Sisters. Um, we're not going to take it. It's just it's just so repetitive. Yeah. I didn't care for it. I actually like their song Mental Health better, and that was the one that I was going to put on, mm-hmm. but it, it, it ended up not doing it. Um, and then I want to call out the other Bill and Ted song, which is the greatest guitar song of any of these that I was <laughs> going to put on, was the band Extreme, their song Play With Me. Okay. It, it is that, and it just it's um it goes really fast. It's uh, I think it's when it's when everybody in the uh, mall is running around and craziness is happening. Yeah, and there's this really fast guitar song going on. Do you wanna play? And it's just it's rock and play, play. Anyway, fantastic song. Um, and that one kind of kept dropping on my list as well, and. That was a great one. And then the only other one I want to bring up, I really wanted to put this band on my list just to kind of maybe screw with you um, <laughs> because they're not they're not even a real band. I was so close to putting Spinal Tap on my <laughs> list. Um, and But ultimately, their songs are good, but they're not better than any of these other ones. And I yeah. was going to possibly put uh, Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight or, or maybe Hellhole or something on there. But, but yeah, it, just to be like, Spinal Tap, what? Uh, but... <laughs> They, they ended up not making it. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So there's some other honorable mentions. Uh, uh, some of the ones that uh, are a couple that I'm, I'll mention. One of them, mm-hmm. um, I'm actually a really big fan of a Poison song called Unskinny Bop. Oh, yeah. Unskinny Bop. Yeah, that one yeah. just got pushed off my list. Yeah, I'm surprised. Poison was a big hair metal band, and they didn't make either of our lists. No. Well, they're um, most known yeah. for their ballads, so I, I imagine we yeah. might see them when we do yes. our power ballads list. Yep. Another one which admittedly I only just thought of as we were talking back and forth here, um, which probably would have made my top 10, but I didn't, I didn't want to screw with my list, so I'm just going to bring it up mm-hmm. as an honorable mention, is uh, the song Heaven Tonight by Yangwei Malmsteen. I don't know if you know that one. Uh-uh, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. Malmsteen is a monster guitar player. Um, kind of in the same vein as uh, Nuno Betancourt, who's the guitarist for Extreme. Okay. Um, just a monster shredder, and uh, that's go listen to that song. It's a great song. It's not a ballad, so I couldn't I couldn't bring it up with that one. Okay. And it it probably would have made my top ten if I'd thought about it until now, and I don't know why because I love the song. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. So, but I figure I'll bring that one up now as as an honorable mention. So. Cool. All right. Well, I had, I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was it was good stuff, you know, going back and, you know, again, I didn't think I was going to enjoy the music as much as I did, but then you kind of realize that there were a lot of fun songs. And, and this is a genre of music that is, it's basic bitch fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All right. That was our top 10 hair metal songs. Please join us next time for a Patreon episode. We are joined by patron Ken Johnson for his picks of 1981's Raiders of the Lost Ark, 
the 90s cartoon Dexter's Laboratory, and we cast a live-action Dexter's Laboratory. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com, and if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.